Welcome to the Church in Context podcast. I'm here with my host slash co-host, Jonah. Jonah, how are you doing this week? I'm doing all right, John, but I, I can't lie. I'm, I'm kind of nervous for this episode. I'm outnumbered. Yeah. You are uh, outnumbered, that's right. I am outnumbered. So for those who don't know, uh, I'm, I'm an Oregonian through and through, born and raised. Uh, John is an Oregonian uh, relatively recently. I mean, how, how long have we been in Oregon for? Six years? About six years, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, at heart, John, I feel like you're still a Californian. I, I can't help but, but see it. You're a Golden State fan, um, kind of a Californian. We have another Californian coming on today. Um, so I'm... Uh, yeah, I feel I feel a bit lonely here. No more Oregonians out. Yep, that's right. You are outnumbered, and this that means there'll be just a um, an avalanche of wisdom that mm-hmm. is, is needed this time. Can you uh, introduce our guest, Jonah, for us? Yeah, for sure. Uh, other than being a Californian, she's awesome. This is uh, <laughs> one of my one of my best friends in the whole world. Uh, friend from college, uh, Mary Knightham. Hey, how's it going? Excited to be here. Yeah, glad to have you on. So Mary, how did how did we meet? I, oh, I know you love to tell the story. Yeah, I do. It's a good story. <laughs> I like to tell people. Um, so yeah, Joan and I, we both went to Trinity Western in Canada, BC. And yeah, you just kind of find your people, I feel like, in college. So Joan and I met in a pretty interesting way. Our university did this thing called dorm dates where you kind of like go on a date, like a girl's dorm will ask a boy's dorm out and vice versa. So our RAs, Jonah's RA and my RA had planned a dorm date. Um, So what we did was we walked through our campus's back 40, um, which is like this forested area until we found like a group of like this like row of symmetrical trees. And we decided we were gonna play hide and go seek back there, but just to make it, you know, university like, we were, girls were paired up with a boy to hide with um just you know for safety i don't know <laughs> exactly why but I, I it came in handy except for i ended up having to protect myself not jonah protecting me so jonah and i were paired up to hide and we yeah we hid together behind a tree as as one does when they play hide and go seek and suddenly uh like we were on this like dirt road and then like a truck kind of like pulled up and obviously they couldn't see us we were we were in the trees and then the RAs decided that it was like not safe that maybe the truck was doing something sketchy so Jonah heard that and I stayed put because I was like they can't see me I'm in the trees but of course John didn't know at this point Jonah did cross country and just took running off <laughs> away from me and the other thing he did was the group actually then decided okay the game's over we're gonna walk back to campus he I guess didn't notice that I hadn't followed him or like remembered me so he he actually didn't tell the group and they began like walking back to campus and then I emerged from the trees and was like oh no one's here so I walked back halfway alone I ended I ran because I was like sketchy car I'm gonna run so I did catch up but I, I was like who is this kid like so rude and then we ended up I mean getting to know each other through I guess just com- we did um like the student ministry side of things and I found out he was also an American and from Oregon and yeah we just really bonded and became really really close after that maybe we had an unfortunate like getting to know each other but then after that we became like best friends <laughs> it's true it's kind of like have you seen that meme where it's the the uh dice that are knocking over and there's like one small one and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> have you seen that meme? so it's like the first dice is getting left in the forest uh you know in the middle of the night on a dorm date to like making making a, a good a good friend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we got there eventually. Yeah. I feel like that is the the progression of getting to know Jonah. At first, it was this kid so rude, and then he's your best friend soon thereafter. So. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't think I'm not the best in first impressions. I feel like I have a strong second impression. I'm not a good first impression person. You stick around, and that's what matters. That's You're true. always there. That's true. I'm I'm, I'm pesky like that. We, we, we um, actually we actually kind of talked about this. You know, despite being the oldest. He's actually the least accomplished of all of his siblings. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's true. <laughs> oh. It's okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, his his parents are like doctors and nurses, yeah. and, and 
and he chose to go into youth ministry for whatever reason. <laughs> so the podcast topic for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I just I just love the fact that. Oh man! So I love the fact, first off, that not only did you have a dorm date at your <laughs> college, but that you went and you played hide and go seek. I mean, that mm -hmm. first off, that tells me Trinity Western is a Christian college, right? Oh, yeah. So we are going to talk about uh, stereotypes uh, when it comes to Christian colleges. Our topic today is Christian colleges. We'll kind of get into that with a little, with a little more seriousness. Um, I guess maybe we'll see how that goes. But first off, let's talk about some stereotypes, and uh, we'll kind of get into what Christian colleges we've been involved with a little bit later. But there's there's some diverse representation here, so I just want to throw it out to either of you. <laughs> what are some stereotypes that stick out? Hmm. I feel like at uh, Trinity, at least we had a lot of like phrases that I think we thought like only kids at Trinity used. The first one I learned as a first year was like heart sparkle. So that was like someone you like saw and like they made your heart sparkle. Like it didn't necessarily <laughs> mean like you had a crush on them. So like some, you, you, like the girls would get back together. I was in dorms for three years and yeah, it lasted all of my three years in dorms. I never heard about it in apartments, but like we would just talk about like what boys were our heart sparkles and it was like pretty like just fun and innocent. But yeah, I like, I feel like there were other words too that we use that might be like stereotypical for like a Christian college community that you might not, you probably wouldn't hear elsewhere. <laughs> I love it. Heart sparkle. You know, that's yeah. definitely, I feel like that has like Pentecostal roots, but we'll, we'll probably <laughs> break that down a little bit more. And any other phrases stick out to you? Maybe, Jonah, do you think, do you think oh, of yeah. any? I'm big one here. So let's say you have a heart sparkle, right? Mm -hmm. um, you've been hanging out for a while. Uh, you don't know if they're a brother or sister in Christ or if they're <laughs> something more. So you have to do what we at Trinity called a DTR. Mm -hmm. They define yeah. the relationship. Um, a DTR is basically the most uncomfortable conversation you will put yourself in, uh, where you sit with somebody and you're like, do you, do you love me like Christ does? Or like, do you love me like, uh, you know, Solomon and like all of his wives? Like, like where are we at? Uh, so we call it a DTR, define the relationship. Again, I don't know if these are just Canadian Christian colleges, just just Trinity, or if these are uh, universal. Um, yeah, but DTR was, was a really big one. Probably the, it honestly should have been the school's like, I don't know, rallying cry, <laughs> DTR. <laughs> I, I feel like DTR, though, that might expand outside the Christian college sphere. For However, real. you have phrases like ring by spring. Mm. That ring by start spring. To lead to the ring by spring. Yeah, exactly. There's a progression here. We're telling a story. <laughs> ring by spring. You have, you have um, Bible colleges sometimes called bridal colleges. For mm, yeah. Or your... MRS degree. I was going to say, that's the last one. You're, get, get your MRS degree. Yep. So that is a, a very classic stereotype. Mm -hmm. At the um, Bible college I went to, they had a had a lake. And if you walked three times around the lake with some of the opposite sex, right, that was a guarantee that you were going to get married. Like if, if you could have a sustained conversation for three <laughs> walks around the lake, it was a seal deal. Wow, we had something so similar at yeah. Trinity. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> we had the pond, and you yeah. walk the pond and have your define the relationship talk. Just yeah, walking around the pond at night. <laughs> yeah, pond walks were definitely a thing. Oh my <laughs> goodness, that's hilarious. You had to be like, it was such a small school. You had to be clear the next day. Like, say, Joan and I were good friends, so if we were to walk around the pond, we would have to tell people like we are just friends. He's the he's my brother in Christ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because people will be like, "Oh, I saw you walking around the pond last night." It's like, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that. That's another. I guess that's another stereotype is that like everyone knows what's going on with everybody, mm -hmm. and that's not just Christian colleges. That that's small colleges in general. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that's sure. the thing. Uh, a lot of people like to, yeah, want to know everything about you. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that can be, yeah. Maybe maybe a, a more negative stereotype, but I think it's I think it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also a lot of guys that play guitar. Oh, true. Sure. Everywhere. Say too. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're just they're outside. I, I don't know if it's that more people play guitar at Christian colleges or more people want you to know they play guitar. 
mm-hmm. at Christian colleges, but it's hard to walk <laughs> anywhere. The guys who did play guitar, they are like they actually had a certain style about them. Like they usually had a denim jacket, like black shirt, maybe black pants or something, blundstones. Like they kind of had the vibe of like I could tell, or it kind of progressed to like like people who shop secondhand and had like the button ups and the like wide leg pants like it definitely progressed through our year through my years in university true being a guitar dude is more than just being a dude that plays guitar it's like it's a lifestyle yeah Yeah. you gotta dress you gotta make your own coffee if you don't make your own coffee (laughs) you can't play guitar (laughs) and that guitar was often an accessory like like they're not going to play guitar walking between classes but it had to be strapped to their back yes without a case a lot of times too like just just out there in the open yeah there's a case you You might come back from worship practice and you're like wow they're in the band (laughs) yeah yeah um gosh some other oh there's so many words so i think of think of the word like community right Mm -hmm. that's one or fellowship or Mm -hmm. you're really really spiritual and like deep into studying like the greek koinonia like if there was Koinonia, like that is that that's where you go. Like maybe a fellowship with someone, and then maybe you could be part of a community. But if you're part of a koinonia, then that is that's the top right there. You've made which it. is Greek for community, basically. So yeah. We had like a yearly slogan, and my favorite was um drawn to unity, committed to community, or something mm, like that. Oh, yes. That was a good one. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that is classic. I think the word intentional is used a lot oh. for everything. Or holistic, holistic, holistic <laughs> and intentional are holistic. both big ones. Yeah, um, yeah, holistic yeah. learning. Wow. Yeah, so many stereotypes. I'm trying to think of like a lot of times. I don't know if this is true for Trinity, uh, but a lot of times Christian colleges still have a lot of money because it's all tuition based it's not state funded so the food is just mm-hmm. <laughs> that was big uh, yeah yeah okay. we did not like our our food that was served to us okay. it, was, it was not good you mm-hmm. basically just had the same three choices like rice and some unknown sauce cold pasta with cold sauce or like sandwiches sometimes once the yeah, yeah it was but then yeah. when the preview students came, maybe we shouldn't reveal <laughs> the secret. But yeah. <laughs> when the preview students came to see the college, phenomenal food. Like yes. it was amazing. Well, that is so true. That's where <laughs> half of the food budget went was <laughs> yeah. weekend or preview night. That's how they there is an exception if if anyone's listening to this, there is an exception. That is California Baptist University. Oh That's yeah, my California. sister went there. So in Riverside, California, they actually have a Chick-fil-A now mm-hmm. as part of their yep. part, part of their food court oh. this is true. so i had a friend who went to who went to cbu california baptist and they didn't serve like just plain white rice and that's what he wanted sometimes so he would order sushi and he would pick the white rice oh, off of the sushi and not eat the sushi I, I, that is just how like lavish that their area yeah. was it's just it's insane. They have like five choice. We would go there for a brunch sometimes after church and visit my sister. Oh, and yeah, we I would go crazy as a like kid because I was like, I can have tacos, I can have pizza, I can have a slushy, I can <laughs> and my parents would be like, only like one thing. And I'm like, but it's all there. Like, why can't I eat it all? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, you know, th- this is my last one. My last one too, to kind of go with that, that theme. So the, the girls' dorms area, there was a walkway that went between the girls' dorms. That was that kind of a cut through. And you couldn't take that. Like, boys were not allowed to walk through that area because it's between two girls' dorms. It was called the Valley of the Shadow of Death. I don't know. Is, is that just unique to, to mine? <laughs> we actually, there's totally space like that at Trinity, but we haven't yeah. named it that. In uh, Fraser Hall is, is the name of that building. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah we have like dorm hours where boys are allowed to come in girls' dorms, but they're very brief. Mm. Yeah, no purple. Uh, no. We talked about that stereotype last week or the week before, but no purple persists <laughs> at Christian College sometimes. <laughs> there is purple, but we don't talk about it. Anyways. That's right, um, that's the rule, <laughs> but that, yeah, that definitely happens. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
Um, so we all survived our time at Christian College with all these stereotypes. Uh, we, we've made it to the other side. Um, and so I think, you know, we're, we're good people to talk to, uh, you know, if you want to learn more about Christian College. So um, I guess that's what we're going to be talking about uh, with you guys today. Uh, yeah. So we all have kind of a different story about how we went to college, why we went, where we went. Um, yeah. And as we kind of open up our time here, I want to want to start with that. Where'd you go? Why'd you go there? Um, I guess we'll start with you, Mary. Lady, ladies first, and you're our guest. So, thank um, you. What's, what's your college? What's your Trinity Western story? Oh, it's actually pretty good. Um, I knew like I wanted to go to a Christian college um, since I was kind of young. Um, yeah, I like originally I ended up majoring in psychology, but I originally wanted to major in religious studies. So I was like definitely drawn to a Christian college. So I actually applied to eight different, don't ask me to name them, I might be able to, but like I applied to eight different Christian colleges and I toured quite a few. I saw like Corbin University, Simpson University, Calvin College, Wheaton College, and they were all like oh, in Westmont. Westmont was one of my top Christian college choices in California, Santa Barbara. And they were all really good, but I was like, they're like, they're good colleges. They are like, yeah, they have good things about them. But then I was on a mission trip in the Philippines and there was this guy who like randomly was just like in the Philippines when I was, and he kind of went on his own cause he just wanted to like do some service. So I was there with my school and we had fewer numbers. So he joined kind of our team and he would just like, we'd play cards in the evening, all of us. And he'd just be like, Oh Mary, like, what do you want in a Christian university? Cause maybe he like saw something in me. I don't know. But I was like, well, I would love to go um, somewhere that like is really God focused where there's like a really good community that like builds you up in your faith and like offers you opportunities of like growth. And I was like, I also love nature. So it'd be awesome to be surrounded by like places I can go hiking and just explore and have adventures and maybe I said a few other things and he was like, oh my goodness, like you just described Trinity Western University. It's this school in Canada. At this point, I'd never heard of it, never considered like going to Canada for college. And yeah, that was like maybe the first week and we were there like four weeks. So like every week he kind of like told me more stories about Trinity and like he had just graduated. So he was telling me his experiences. And later I found out he was actually a recruiter for Trinity. Like that he wasn't there to recruit, <laughs> but like he'd been trained to recruit. But I didn't know that at the time. So yeah, I ended up like going home and like researching it and like thinking it looked really cool. And then like it worked out where like one weekend my parents both had like free was a preview weekend. So then they took me to go preview it and it just like blew me out of the water like the people were just so kind like they had my major at that point I knew I wanted to do psychology and then minor in um religious studies so they had that going for them and then just like so many opportunities I could tell and they like the preview weekend was really really good so yeah that's kind of what sold me and brought me to Trinity that's awesome that's that's so funny that a recruiter <laughs> what is, what is, like, like if you had said, you know, I want a place that has really good food, yeah. warm and dry most of the year, and is really dogmatic about its theology. Trinity Western, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That, yeah, that honestly sounds like a commercial plug. Like the place you're describing is just like. <laughs> right. I'm saying that it sounds like our advertisement. So it was it was trained well. He was, it got me, but I, I mean, I'm glad it did. <laughs> oh yeah, at the end he even told me, I feel like God is telling me to tell you to at least like look into Trinity. And mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't wrong. Like I loved my time there, but yeah, it's kind of funny looking back. I was like, oh, I got got <laughs> but <laughs> by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, so Jonah, you became friends with Mary at Trinity Western. So yeah, so we wound up at the same place, but got there uh, in kind of different ways. Um, I had a teacher in high school that was a Trinity Western alumni, and she also loved it there. Um, I know she was really involved. And so she offered to take a group of students uh, across the border to go there during American Thanksgiving, because uh, that's when they were doing the preview weekend, and obviously we didn't have school. Uh, and I believe at the time, I, I think I was tipped over the scales by the fact that like a girl that I was into in high school was going to go on this trip. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to go on this trip. Um, and last minute, every single other person that was going to go across the border uh, quit except for me and my teacher. So I got in her car and we left the country um, <laughs> to go to a preview weekend. <laughs> um, 
anyways, while I was there though, uh, yeah, the preview weekend was great. Um, fell in love with it there. I made a lot of friends at the preview weekend. Uh, some of whom didn't even start the same year I did, but that I, I became friends with. Um, so that, that's kind of how they got me in. Uh, and, and another reason I went there instead of other places is because of the exchange rate. Um, so mm -hmm. even though the, the cost of Trinity looked the same as like a lot of other colleges in the US, uh, the fact is I was saving like, you know, a third to a quarter of the money I would be spending uh, because of yeah. the Canadian dollar. So, and I knew I wanted to go somewhere that was a Christian college because I wanted to get into ministry. So, you know, I was trying to find ways to save money so I could be uh, a youth minister um, <laughs> that has an education. It's hard to do that. So Trinity yeah. uh, was the place I wound up. And yeah, I have no regrets about going there. Loved it there. Were you two the same year, like graduation year? Yep. Well, we yeah. started the same year. I did the Cena crew, so I did five years because I, I took most people take five courses, and I just did four because I worked part time. Oh so, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for me, oh man, you guys had like a nice little direct route. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. for me. I actually started after high school. I went to a big, big public university, University of California in Riverside. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, my, my first degree was journalism. And I wanted to do sports journalism. And then I signed up for the newspaper and they had me cover golf. And I did one mm -hmm. article and it got published. And then I quit because I, I didn't want to cover golf. Uh, so I eventually switched like economics and really well. And then just felt um, just in kind of seeking God, a strong pull to drop out of that and go to a Bible college. So I actually went to Calvary Chapel Bible College in Marietta, California. Um, and yeah, just had an awesome experience. Now, Bible college, at least Calvary Chapel Bible College, I think if they call themselves a Bible college, they might be a little bit different than a typical Christian university. So like Mary, you study like psychology, like that, that kind of thing isn't offered at Coward Top Bible College. Like the, the kind of classes that you take, you take like numbers or James or, you know, Very John. Like, like those are the actual names of the, of most of the courses. <laughs> so um, did, you know, did that, just loved it. It was really good to, to kind of, Hear from God and be kind of um, disconnected from what I, um, of worldliness I was pursuing, and yeah, that, it, actually that experience that college had a lot of um, a lot of different extension sites. So I actually got to live in York, England, which is in Northern England, for a semester, and I got to graduate in England, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, from there, uh, you know, got connected to another seminary in california called veritas international university and then eventually uh multnomah university for uh also for second seminary degree so it's just been a great experience um being part of these different christian universities and very different in each case and actually this is this is kind of fun for me is that i was invited to the um, online adjunct faculty for Calvary Chapel Bible College, which is something I've done for over two years now. So it's just been a, a good experience kind of connecting with them. I don't, don't get to enjoy the on-campus experience being in Oregon right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's been been really neat. L loved my uh, experience so far. Totally. So, John, you have a lot of experience with, with different places, too, which I think is provides a really cool insight. Um, you know, I have, I have a little bit of experience with Multnomah um, as a seminary, but it, it's a little bit different, I think, than, uh, you know, being in an undergrad, especially because most of my time has been during COVID. Uh, <laughs> so so, so I, I have a bit of a weird perspective there. Um, but, you know, you're kind of you're kind of an expert on this. But what are pros and cons uh, of the colleges you went to or of Christian colleges in general? Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that they aren't for everybody. Um, even if you're, you know, somebody who wants to be like Jesus, even if you're somebody who's pursuing Christ with your life, Christian college doesn't like might not be the best place uh, for you. You know, uh, you know, there's kind of a, a cost uh, to being there. Um, you know, it, it can be expensive. Uh, if what you want to do doesn't require college, uh, it might not be worth going to. Um, they're great. They're awesome. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. What, what would you guys say are some like the pros and cons uh, of like a Christian college setting? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is cost. So mm. typically yeah. it's going to be much more affordable to go to a, a public university or especially a junior college um, than it would be to go to a, a Christian university. There are some exceptions. Uh, actually, Calvary Chapel Bible College was really, really cheap on tuition, but that's because at the time I attended, it was actually not accredited. And so, so there's also those kinds of dynamics, like is the, you know, what's the accreditation? Um, I would also say, and I don't know if I always agree with this. So there's, there's perception that the quality of education you get is less than if you went to a big public university. And I would say that's kind of a mixed bag. That might be true in some cases, but typically, like, for example, University of California, like one of my classes was in an auditorium that had probably 500 to 600 students. So, yeah, that that might be a very qualified teacher who's teaching that. But to be in a classroom of like 10 to 15 mm. with, a, with a professor is a totally different dynamic. And the hands-on experience you might get at a Christian college might be better because it is smaller. So there's an outside perspective that could be negative too. So I'm starting with a couple of negatives, right? Because we've talked a lot of positives that we've experienced, but there's an outside perspective that, you know, Trinity Western is not as good of an education as uh, Oregon State University is, let's say that, you know, or, or, or something like that, um, which totally is, is a perception issue, I think. Uh, but maybe it's true. Maybe some Christian universities do validate that perception. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I think that was really positive about um, Christian University, and I'm sure many, like, I mean, I'm speaking from this perspective of Trinity. They do a really, really good job of Christian leadership. And I, from what I saw from preview weekends at other Christian colleges, it seems like they do as well. But yeah, just with Trinity, um, I think maybe because it's smaller, you kind of have a, almost a, a better chance of like being accepted into certain roles. Because, But they do pick people that are like really well suited. Jonah led a Bible study for like what, one, one year and then mentored. I led um, children's ministry for two years and then actually got to like mentor kids that then led children ministry after I did. And yeah, like I used that experience in job interviews, like once I graduated and I just felt like it, Trinity did a really good job of like equipping me and like seeing my strengths and like where I was gifted. And I even got like, I didn't apply to lead children ministry. They kind of like sought me out and I mean, they needed someone, so they were, but they were like, oh, Mary, we heard your name. And like, we think you'd be really good at this. And like, then, yeah, that like totally changed my like time at university, like I got to lead a group. I got to plan Bible studies. And it just like made me a very intentional person. And really, I think like brought some strong leadership abilities out of me that like I probably wouldn't have known I had if I didn't get that opportunity. I, I probably wouldn't have known that like, wow, I really like leading a group and I really like working like with children and in a community and things like that. So yeah, that was a big thing. And then I definitely agree with you with the smaller class sizes. One thing I think that's positive that that brings out is kind of getting to know your professor. Like I have some professors from Trinity that I still email with. I was just emailing with my favorite professor, Jonathan Don, last night. Um, he was my, I minored in intercultural religious studies. So he taught me a lot about missions and things like that. So I was kind of talking to him and like, yeah, he still emails me and he's like, so great to hear from you. Like he even says like, love you, bless you. And like, I feel like I probably wouldn't have that in a, maybe a bigger context of university. Yeah, totally. I, I agree. I think that the pros and cons to me that I had thought of before are, are kind of related. Um, you know, I think a big pro is that a lot of the good things that you can find in a church, you can also find at a Christian college. Uh, opportunities to serve your community, um, they're often kind of woven in to your education. Um, the ability to be part of a community of people trying to become like Jesus, uh, that's, that's what a lot of people are there for. Um, I was having lunch uh, before, no, uh, I think it was before COVID with a friend of mine. Um, who was who I met at, at Multnomah, and he said, yeah, bigger than he was there because he wanted to meet people who who loved Jesus, um, mm -hmm. to make those friendships, right? Um, you know, you also have 
uh, chapels at a lot of Christian colleges, times you can go and you can listen to a lesson. So I think a big pro of Christian colleges is that a lot of the pros of the church uh, you can find in, in a Christian college. Opportunities to, to live out Jesus' mission for your life, to learn about him. Uh, but a con of that is that sometimes that takes people away from the local church mm-hmm. and it can become a bubble, right? Um, you know, I, I knew a lot of people who, and I, I fell into this trap sometimes too, where it's like, do I really need to go to church on Sunday if I'm going to chapel mm-hmm. every week? And if I'm already serving out of my college, um, you know, I, I know a lot of Christian colleges will use this phrase. We want to be like the hands and feet of the church. Uh, sometimes it can, it can kind of be a replacement. You're trying to be the whole thing. Um, the whole body of Christ. And, you know, while I, I do think it's it's good that Christian colleges are, you know, living out the Christian mission uh, in a really powerful way, um, I also think there's something valuable about going to sermons that might not be targeted, like, towards you as a college student, you know, getting to interact with somebody who's older, wiser, has more life experience, uh, somebody who's who's younger, and, and being willing to serve a community rather than being willing to serve um, a group at college, if that makes sense. So, to me, that that's kind of the pros and cons I see is that um, it's, it's kind of church like, um, at least the places I've been to have been, uh, yeah, have done a lot of good to spread God's name, but you know, there, there's, there's a tension between the church and, and Christian colleges sometimes, uh, that might not be healthy. So that's kind of, kind of a con, con inner pro. I think that's good. I think both of you mentioned like a good, like almost sometimes your professors can have a, um, pastoral kind of role. Hmm. you know, in the way that they interact with you. I know even it's, this is me from a, from a faculty perspective at Calvary Chapel Bible College is that, you know, I'm trained in the ministry of grading. You know, I just, I love that, you know, that sounds so Christianese, but it's true. Like Hmm. being able to, to coach people how to, how to write for the first time, or, you know, maybe someone has not attended school for the past 35 years and they're, getting back into it and learning technology and using the computer for the first time in college and, you know, just, just different things like that. So it's good to kind of like to offer that pastoral aspect of it. You know, I think too, um, it's important that in your education, that you're also staying in touch, like you said, with the local church, with the community and not so insulating yourself into one place that you're not applying what you're learning. It's very easy to get stuck in this Christian bubble, like kind of like you said, Jonah, of um, you're debating stuff, you're debating theology, you're, you know, the, another stereotype of, of Christian college students is that, especially first or second semester, they go into a church or even their home church, and they suddenly know better than the pastor, right? They know better than the people who've done it for the past 20, 30 years because of what they've learned. So there's, there's an arrogance that can creep up, right? So despite the fact that you're being modeled humility, that's something to be, be watchful of. But just that, um, just being able to have a, an education that can be so well integrated into your faith, into your community, into your family, I think that is really, really um, significant. And that's a really big part of why Christian colleges are, are so important, I think. Totally. Yeah. So there's pros and cons to, to everywhere. Um, but, you know, if you're trying to decide where you should spend a lot of money and a lot of time and effort uh, and, and maybe spend years of your life living uh, at a certain place, it's probably good to know, like, what to look for. Uh, so, John, I kind of want to start with you because you you have experience at you know different Christian colleges. You've seen a wider you know spectrum than Mary or I have. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think are things you should like look for in a Christian college before you uh, commit to attending? Oh, there's so many things. Um, wow. Well, if they serve Chick Fil A, I mean that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we go to the cafe. Yeah. Or as Californians, In and Out, if they ever had an In and Out. If you can find a day to go to the cafe that's not a preview day. You'll get a real good sense of what the college is, is like behind closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> true, that's true. You know, some of, some of it's hard to tell from just kind of previewing, but like what, do, you know, do the students enjoy being there? Are, you know, are the alumni connected and, and you know, continue to be connected to the, to the school, but are they also successful in what they're pursuing? Um just the, you know, with any, with any educational 
pursue, you want to look at who's who's the professor, who who's who's faculty, and kind of what what they bring. That's really important too. I think there, there's part of it too. You know, I, I love how you know your your story that you shared, at least Joan, of, of you toured the campus. Like tour the campus. There's some there's some aspect of being able to for it to feel right as well. Like don't don't go in blind, and yeah, just make sure it. Um, well, I was gonna say make sure it aligns with what you want to do, but also go in with an open mind and open heart that you might change your degree a couple of times, and that's okay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so be looking at you know alumni and faculty. You know, be be researching kind of what student life looks like. And just for that feel, you know, this is kind of, um, this is one that uh, I'll say two more things. One, another one is um, something that will also expand your faith and your perspective. Mm-hmm. If you choose a university that is just like an echo chamber for what you already believe and just constantly reinforces what you already believe, well, maybe you don't need to go because when you go and when you take Old Testament survey, which you will have to take, right? You're just going to be like, I already know this. I'm just going to take the final and who cares? You don't want to have this. Who cares? You want to be challenged. You want to hear other perspectives and maybe you will not change your perspective, but at least you'll know what the other side says. The last one is really dig into the mission, vision, and values of the school, as well as understanding their origin. And I say that, and I say that with kind of a, a heaviness with the, the, the culture of today, in that a lot of Christian colleges in the United States, when I say a lot, I don't mean like a big percentage, but like um, there a significant amount of colleges were, were started with the idea of segregation. And that was like their, their foundation was we, well, the public universities, you know, they're requiring integration. So we want to start this and it's be segregated. So there could be roots of that still in the school if they haven't changed. And on the flip side, maybe there's more positive things. And, you know, we want to look at what the nomination started the school, all these different factors. And, and don't, don't ignore that piece because that will weave itself into every aspect of the school. Just like Calvary Chapel, I'll, I'll say, I'll say them, and obviously I'm, I'm a fan because I work there, but their big thing is verse by verse through the Bible, right? They're, you're not going to go to Calvary Chapel and hear a topical type sermon ever, I, like I don't think. So that's why if you go to Calvary Chapel, you're going to be taking classes like 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, and guess what? You're going to go verse by verse through <laughs> the books. So just depending on the perspective and the origin of the school, that will certainly flavor your experience in a big way. Mm-hmm. Totally. I like how you pointed out that you shouldn't just look at where schools are now, but also kind of know know the history, know how they got there, know their story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a college that you see today got to where it's at somehow. Um, yeah, and that, that's kind of similar to, I, I'd say, uh, joining a church. That's kind of a similar thing as well. Like, I know in our church welcome class, we go through the history of, of the church that I work at. Um, we, we walk through that with people so that they know not only where we are, but like how we got there. So yeah, that's a cool piece I, I hadn't thought of. Um, yeah. Mary, what about, what about you? Um, one thing, like, I mean, if you're kind of getting ready to like look for colleges, one thing that I think is really important is to even just like make a little list or like try to think of five things that you would want in a Christian college if that's where you're planning on going. So like, yeah, what I had were basically the things that I listed when I told the recruiter (laughs) when I was on that mission trip. And yeah, just like I wanted somewhere that had a good, strong community, somewhere that was like genuine about their pursuit of like a relationship with Christ. Cause I mean, yeah, you know, there's a, sometimes Christians like can put on the good front, but like one thing I noticed at the preview weekend with Trinity is just like the really, yeah, intentionality and like genuine, like desire for, <laughs> I know so typical for kids to kind of like, yeah, have a relationship with God. So that was something that was really important to me. And then did it. Yeah. I mentioned community. I wanted to, to like have maybe an opportunity to travel. Like you said, John, you went to England. I didn't actually take the opportunity, but Trinity had them. And yeah, another really important one for me was just like um, the outdoors. I really love hiking and biking and kayaking. So when I saw like 
Trinity is in this beautiful area of Vancouver, British Columbia. That really excited me. And yeah, I got to go on so many awesome hikes with friends. And for me, that's like a way to really like connect with people and get to know them. So yeah, just having a list, a lot of the things that like John, you mentioned too, is kind of just like looking for those and knowing kind of what you want. And I mean, maybe they won't have every single thing on your list depending on how detailed you are but like for me my list like definitely was met and then some like there was things i didn't even know that i wanted in the university that then when i went to trinity i was like wow like th this is what i needed like this is awesome so yeah just kind of looking for the little things i would say if you go on a preview weekend or are researching to kind of see like what might yeah build you up or what you might need in a college Totally. Yeah, because I mean, as, as much as we are the experts on all things <laughs> Christian college, we might not have the same things we tell yeah, what we tell you to look for might not be what you want to look for. So mm -hmm. coming up with your own list, taking ownership, being like, here's what I'm what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, I think that's big. Yeah. Um, for me, if I had to say a couple things to look for, I, I really resonate with John's point of don't go to an echo chamber. That's kind of a balancing act. Don't go to a place that is, um, you know, really going to lead you astray for example if you go to a college and in their mission statement they say like jesus isn't god that's a red flag probably don't go there uh but you know in in the areas where you can be challenged i think it's good to be i think i grew a lot from people like throwing different perspectives at me um you know and it, it was hard sometimes uh but in the end i i think i i ended up growing a lot from disagreeing with people um especially once i figured out a lot of people smarter than me disagreed with each other. That, that was a really cool learning experience. So finding that balance between is this, are there red flags here? Or are they like, you know, outside of the faith and going to lead me astray versus do I need to be challenged in these areas? Um, that, I think that's a really big one. And I'd also say uh, finding places that let you do the things you want to do is also really big, not just learn the things. Mm -hmm. So like Mary brought up how her involvement with student leadership, um, she brings up in job interviews while well, like, most of a lot of my job experience that I have at the church I'm at now, um, you know, really started has its roots in me getting involved in youth ministry up in Canada. Uh, and so if you want to go into ministry, does your school that you're looking at have the types of ministry opportunities that you're going to go into long term? Uh, Trinity did for me and it's, it's been great. It's been really helpful. Even beyond that, if you're, you know, wanting to get into, um, you know, some other kind of ministry, like, uh, for example, if you want to be in a school, you know, is there like an education program that lets you go into uh, into classrooms that lets you do like a practicum? Um, and, you know, I, I think at smaller schools, there is uh, sometimes there's, you know, funding issues like, like John brought up, but a lot of times there is going to be really cool opportunities you might not have elsewhere, uh, especially in the, in the field of ministry or, or missions. Um, so looking at that saying, can I can I do the things I want to do long term here uh, for practice to prepare for my future? I think is another really big one. That I'd look forward to that I, I wouldn't have thought of before I went to college, but now that I've gone, I'm like, man, I'm glad that we had a youth ministry connected mm -hmm. to my college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. If I can add one more thing, it would be, does the campus have a really good coffee shop? <laughs> oh, yeah. I With a terrible it. pun name. All of them have some terrible, like, cheesy name. <laughs> yeah. the, what, 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 what is Trinity's? Do you know? The uh, bookstore cafe. And then we have yes. the lower cafe. Oh, we have one called the, the cog. cog. I don't yeah. know what that stands for. Okay, the cog, and then we have Rogers. Rogers at Multnomah. Oh, at, at, uh, at Calvary Chapel Bible College, it was the overflowing cup. <laughs> so <laughs> there it is. Terrible. I've seen uh, Holy Grounds and Hebrews as well. Hebrews, it yeah. Uh, Holy Grounds is probably my favorite. That's that's my brother went to a uh, college out in Minnesota, and they had a uh, yeah they had Holy Grounds coffee. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, let's go ahead and, and transition now to our last segment of the show, which is something you can't get over this week. And it seems like there's a, a lot each week, right? So for example, last week we talked about camps and retreats. And Jonah, how was your retreat last weekend? Quiet. Um, <laughs> lonely are words I would use to describe this retreat. Um, surprising. Uh, yeah, I was going to say my, my big update for the week is that we got some snow here in the great, uh, the great white North, um, of, of Oregon. 
uh, <laughs> and uh, everything froze over and we couldn't go on our retreat. So ours is postponed. Um, yeah, till later on. But it, it was more than just snow too. Uh, you know, it doesn't snow all that much here in Oregon compared to, um, you know, a lot of other places in the world. Uh, but we also like lost power for, mm. you know, uh, I think in total we lost power for 20 hours. It's like seven hours one day, 13 another. Um, oh, I know wow. people who lost power for four days straight. Oh my uh, who came to youth group last night they're like we don't have electricity at home so we're here <laughs> we couldn't sign up I'm like, yeah I'm like that makes sense that's not, that's why you didn't do our electronic sign up uh, up um so yeah oregon's been pretty wild with with weather uh, lots of power lines came down it's mostly thawed out now now it's just branch falling season so yeah there's, there's kind of a lot of destruction brought on by by the weather here in oregon i have some family in texas and Texas is going through its own thing right now where they've had no power and water is not drinkable. And then they can't heat the water up because to boil it, it it's just a big mess. I learned this. So going off your, your point, Jonah, that the um, back in like the 30s when Franklin Roosevelt was making a, a big electrical grid for the whole country, a Texas wanted to retain its secession powers. So Texas is the only state in the country that has its own electrical grid, West, which is like literally like divides like through Kansas, right? Like the middle of the country. So the West, which includes parts of Canada, by the way, and then the oh. East, which also includes parts of Canada. But then Texas is its own thing with the exception of like if the extremes of Texas, like El Paso, which did not lose power <laughs> like the rest of Texas has. So that's just so interesting, this whole like, winter storm and how texas is like kind of falling apart with like four inches of snow so <laughs> yeah um well I'll, I'll go ahead and hit and say say my big news this is like can't get over this is that i think it was yesterday it was announced that tim tebow is retiring from professional mm -hmm. baseball it, finally he is he's been part of the new york mets organization I think he hit something like 163 with four home runs like his last season. Oh yeah, he's he's finally retiring from baseball. You know, big famous superstar to sport athlete. Yeah. With the Denver Broncos leading them to playoff glory and then um retiring to pursue his baseball career and now it's over. So he's he's uh going full in on color commentary on SEC sports, I'm pretty sure. And like random christian nonprofits and motivational speaking but that is his yes. thing yeah i just want to say if you're if you're really torn up about tim tebow retiring from baseball christian college is probably for you just want to throw <laughs> that out there that's a good that's a good litmus test <laughs> maybe you can book him to speak at youth ministry jonah that'd be huge <laughs> that, that's true oh that'd be a big win i don't know hey, church in context podcast <laughs> church in context oh, featuring tim good. tebow <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot him a, i'll shoot him a dm Maybe yeah. All right, sounds good. He's oh, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Mary? Do you have any any random news stories that happened? What's happening in Canada? Maybe I don't. I don't know if there's something oh. up there. Canada. I'm not sure. I don't. I. I don't know. Oh yeah. If there's anything <laughs> happening in the world that you want to share, it doesn't have to be Canadian. Just well, figured. So, yeah, figured I'd ask. I'm bad at following the news. I should be honestly better at it. But let's see. I I work in a school, so I'm at a middle school in Surrey. That's in the city next to our university. And we were watching a video today that a space rover called Perseverance reached Mars today. So that was pretty exciting one of the other teachers said he's thinking of buying a groupon to buy land on mars and then all the teachers were actually going to split it so just in case you know the world or earth planet earth you know it's not it's not looking so hot right now so if we needed to maybe me and the teachers i work with we could all go live on mars so <laughs> i don't personally i don't want to live on mars but it's nice to have it as like a, a worst case scenario option so we'll see if the Groupon thing goes through with me and my staff. <laughs> That's a really big Groupon. and like, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, hold, hold up. There's a Groupon for this. <laughs> he was joking, but he said he would, like, we watched the video of it land on Mars. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to go on Groupon and we're all going to buy land on Mars for the future. And I was like, mm, I'm out. Some of the teachers were in, but I, I did say I was out, unfortunately. 
I've heard of a lot of like really big fallback plans, right? Where it's like, okay, you know, in the worst case scenario, I, c- I can move here to this place where there's like cheaper rent and do this. But you're like, Large. if the world starts to explode, I will have land on a different <laughs> planet just in case. <laughs> 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 but I guess like it might happen. Honestly, it might, the, who knows? Or we yeah. could be the wall. We'll be like Wally, and we'll just be floating in outer space. <laughs> yeah, one one of the two. One of the yeah, two. Wow, it is on Groupon. What on earth? <laughs> it is? You looked it up? Yeah. <laughs> it's $35 per acre of land on Mars. Oh, $10, $10, like $12.50 each? Let's, let's split it. <laughs> $35 for an acre of land. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Why can, who can sell that? Who can sell that? Who has the right to sell land on Mars? Wait, how are, they, joking, how are they doing this? Why does Groupon have like the jurisdiction to sell? Yeah, <laughs> sell land on Mars. Who's running Amazon, Groupon? I would believe it. Hey, I can't in charge of Groupon. I can't afford owning land in BC, so I might as well buy land on Mars, and then I can tell people I own land. <laughs> Why is that my best economic like <laughs> out? Why is that my my only option right now? <laughs> yeah. I land on Mars. <laughs> oh man, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Crazy. We live in a in a weird in a weird time. Yes, we um, do. That's an understatement. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, regardless of where you're at in the world, um, regardless of, of where you want to go in the world, uh, we need to be bringing with us everywhere the message of, of Christ and of what He's done. Uh, and an organization that tries to equip students to do that is our sponsor, Student Connection. Uh, currently, they only go international, but I wouldn't be surprised if they had an interplanetary missions conference pretty soon, right around the corner. So if you want to get uh, yourself to be a part of it before it's cool, now's the time. Uh, studentconnection.org. Uh, is it? Is it? I'm trying to remember. Is that their website name? I know that they're under the Mission Connection website. It's studentconnection.org. Perfect. But it's spelled with an X. Yep. And hey, they have, they have a podcast coming out uh, in, is it March? End of March. Yeah. End of March. So pretty, pretty darn soon here. So in just a little over a month, uh, they're going to have their own podcast. Um, if you watch the show a lot, you've, you've probably heard from Ryan Fast. He came on a couple weeks ago. Really awesome guy. Um, yeah. So he's going to be starting that up with some other people. Uh, so go check them out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Mary, thanks for joining us today. It's been a great conversation. And I think the bottom line is Christian colleges. Uh, we approve. We're, we're good with that. Yeah, we're all so. fans. We're all fans. That's right. You should you should attend. All right. Well, have a great week, everyone, and we will see you next week um, with Dr. Ron Frost. It's going to be really good and deep conversation. So, looking forward to that. And have a great week, everyone.